Well, if it's five o'clock, so let's go ahead and call this meeting to order. Jamie, anything to do? Roll call. Scholl? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Mounick? Yes. Mailer? Murley? Should be. We don't know either. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll move on to if there's any conflict of interest tonight. If none, we'll move on to the consent agenda A through H. Putting in a motion a second to approve, and the claims total tonight is $55,950.37. No trouble with the licenses? All good. Okay. I'll make a motion to approve consent agenda A through H. We got a motion and a second. Move on if there's any discussion. None. Jamie, you can call for a vote. Lownick? Yes. Scholl? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Line four is we have a proclamation honoring former Councilman Bill Brenny tonight. In the proclamation, it goes Whereas it is with great honor that the city of Sac City recognizes the service of Dr. William Brenny for his distinguished terms as city councilman, and whereas Dr. Brenny began his term as city council in 2008. And whereas Dr. Brandy faithfully, thoroughly, and expertly fulfilled his numerous roles and responsibilities for over 16 years, <clears throat> frequently, frequently going above and beyond to ensure the city followed, promulgated, and enforced the laws of the state of Iowa and the city of Sac City. And whereas throughout his tenure as city councilman, Dr. Brandy was continuously recognized as a highly capable, competent, and efficient. He provided excellent ideas and counsel for 16 years, seeing a lot of change in local government structure, operation, and law. And whereas Dr. Brenny ended his service as city council in December 2023, the sincere and conscientious efforts he demonstrated on the job have dr dramatically benefited the city of Sac City. Now therefore be it resolved by, this, by the council of the city of Sac City, Sac City, Iowa, that genuine, genuine and sincere gratitude is hereby expressed for the professional, loyal, selfless efforts of Dr. William Brenny during his tenure of service. Be it further resolved that a copy of this proclamation is presented as a permanent matter of record in the proceedings of the City of Sac City Council as a testimony of our sincere thanks to Dr. William Brenny. <clears throat> in witness, whereof I, Scott Bunn, as mayor, have Hereunto, hereunto set my hand and cause the official seal of the city of Sac City to be affixed the 23rd day of January 2024. So I'd like to present Bill with a copy and personally thank him myself for everything he's done. Kept us on the ball, kept us straight. <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> we can get it. If you guys want a picture, or just do the flags, Bill. Okay. Did you prepare a speech? Yeah, no, sure. You take it from there. <laughs> a little that way. A little more. Can't get a flag in there. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you, Scott. Thank you. And, and I'll just say that uh, serving with the council and the mayor has been a, a real honor and. Uh, and of course, I'm appreciative the the citizens of Sac City for you know play, play, placing their trust in me. So I, I really appreciate that. Uh, I feel like I'm leaving the city in good hands with the council and the mayor, 
as well as the administrative staff and the respective departments, including the police department, of course. Uh, so I think the city is operating real well, and uh, uh, so I leave, you know, and very comfortable with a feeling of uh, just nothing but good feelings towards the city. So thank you very much, and I, I appreciate the uh, proclamation. Thank you. You bet. Thanks, Scott. Stop by again, and if we're out of line. You have a chance for the citizens. Sounds <laughs> 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 good. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, thank, thank you, Bill. Bill. <clears throat> now I'll move on to line five. Citizens now have the opportunity to address the council on items that are not on the agenda tonight. If anyone wants to speak, I'm guessing Kurt has plenty to say, so he'll come up. Just, just, just a little. <laughs> just a little. Oh, do you want me to come up here? Um, I, I actually have uh, two reasons why I'm here tonight. Uh, one is for a stop sign on the corner of South 10th Street and Audubon Street. I don't care which direction. <laughs> it, it, it's like almost every block except South 10th Street has a stop sign on Audubon. That actually wasn't a bad idea. Uh, yeah, yeah. Going across out of it, or either, either way, way. Going this way. Yeah. It, it makes Northern, no difference to me. Northern Northern South, yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably more traffic on Audubon than on Tenth. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been about close there several times. Uh, just uh, yeah. you know, it's an uncontrolled four-way. Uh, exactly. You know who had you know person on the right, but then you it's, it becomes. Uh, yeah, and and when you come and pass the library, you got that big pine tree, which. A quarter of the time will block the guy coming from the right. You don't see him until the last second. So I always slow down as if I have a guild sign. Mm -hmm. So I'm just for other people. I mean, you know the way I drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm the slow guy. But uh, the second is that piece of property beyond mine. What can we do with that? Irving. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I believe the last time we had this discussion, we <coughs> discussed it at a city council meeting, and um, I think what we were coming up with is somewhere around like a five thousand um, dollar okay. purchase. Or okay. Okay. Towards an easement for them instead of buying it, or how? That well, and that was the. Well, some other you can go on that there. property anytime you want. I don't care. Well, we I just want to keep the hoodlums out. An easement <laughs> to where you could use. My only fear is if you sell and it gets linked to your house, the next owner, what I look for is down the road if it's going to cause a problem. Mm -hmm. you know? Well, if you just give me to, like, just past where the benches are from the gazebo, then all of that land, well, you get, the, you get in from uh, 11th Street. That's how you get down and in there. So I mean, I don't think there would be a problem with that. So I know what you're talking about. You need the easement to get in there for the drains and whatnot. But that, nobody's ever come up near that gazebo, yeah, yeah. and that that walkway really needs to be removed. That's a that's a hazard, and the kids are always walking in and out. And if it's my property, they won't be walking in and out no more. <laughs> I, I sound mean, right? <laughs> It's for their safety. It's it's really a hazard. Yeah. For five grand, or have it on the next agenda. We'd have to have it on the next agenda. We'd have to come up with a purchase agreement, um, and then it'll have to be surveyed too. If we if it's not the full parcel, 
we'll have to agree on who bears the cost of the survey and all that. So. And what is that, six, eight hundred bucks? Probably. Yeah. We can't make any. Oh, oh the seller is supposed to do that. <clears throat> <laughs> we did have a full discussion on it here. Yeah, we did. A couple months back, two months ago. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, if we did the. the um, Oh, survey. Six thousand. I mean, as long as we're covering our costs, yeah. it's you know through a purchase agreement. It'd yeah, be okay. Um, so, is your ultimate goal to like clean it up? Is it yeah. just to keep the hoodlums out? Or keep the hoodlums out, clean it up, uh, rip out what that thing that's falling apart, and actually make a regular staircase going down into it, so they won't be able to walk through there anymore. Okay. Yeah. Because then I'll have the two pieces across the street. I'll have that piece where I extended the road and then I'll have mine and then I can just connect them all as one so I guess if you're willing to <coughs> for the expenses of and purchasing it I mean we can probably get on the next agenda can't we? Uh, it depends on the whenever the lawyer gets a purchase agreement drawn up I can have him do that tomorrow. Which which lawyer you want to use? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting ready to call one. Um, oh damn! I better leave now. <laughs> so, um, we'll try to have something on the next agenda for it. If okay. anything, we can discuss. They can approve it, approve it, and then we can wait for the paperwork. We can yeah. paperwork coming too. So, okay. Um, in the meantime, if you had a way to print. Or stop in sometime, and I can print um, just to draw, like where you think the line would you, where you'd like the line to be. Okay. Um, so okay, yeah, I'll there. get a I'll get a survey of, you know, the houses and, and the ravine and whatnot, and I'll just. You don't want the whole thing. Or, yeah, you can. I mean, I'll take the whole thing. Well, the issue with the whole thing is that the easement is the problem. We have a sewer running through there. So. Yeah, and, and I don't care about the easement. I mean, if if you want to do the whole thing. Drive your trucks in there. I don't care. You're not going to go down there. You're not going to be drinking. You're not going to be making a mess. You're not going to be doing drugs. Go for it. I don't care. I'm easy that way. Say bring in, bring in, draw what you want. Okay. Bring that in, and we can at least we know what to go for. And the next meeting, we kind of have an idea. You, you see where the river starts? I'll take all the way over to thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> Special tax on that one. <laughs> Three dollars, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'll, I'll go down. I'll have them uh, give me a copy of it, and then uh, I'll, I'll write out what I want. You know, because like I said, I got the two behind, the two across the street from me. So wherever that ends, I'll just make a semicircle to the back part of the house. Yeah, that's pretty much. It. And so and I'll. On just in full disclosure, there's a bigger process involved when a city sells property as well. Uh, I, so I we have to have a I public know. hearing and yep. all that stuff. I know, so. I understand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that was the only two things I had. Thanks, sir. You want them? That was Thank easy. you. <laughs> I'll, I'll sit back down and listen now. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else? Anything else? Nothing. We'll move on to miscellaneous. We'll need a motion and a second for the consideration of replacing Jesse Goetzer position from the Airport Commission with Zachary, Zach Williams. 
Matt had uh, Matt Wallace had uh, called me about that and said that um, Jess hasn't she hadn't been to the meetings and she, I think she's completely fine with it and um, Zach Williams has been going out there to the meetings so he's willing to be on the commission so. <clears throat> I'll make a motion to replace Jess's position with Zach Williams. I'll second. Get a motion and a second. Move on if there's any discussion. If none, Jamie can call for a vote. Plownick? Yes. Shaw? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Line B. Is this what you want to call him or what? That's up to you guys. I've got his number and everything to call if you want to talk to him. We'll need an introduction, motion, and second for the consideration of resolution number 2024-11 entitled a resolution approving Stein Law Office Legal Consulting Services. Is this taking place then of our other one? Uh, not right now, right? This is this, this is, is just, for, just the, for the housing development. Okay. Um, it could lead to other things in the future. But. Okay. We want to call him and talk to him? I'll make a motion to introduce. Introduce. Yeah. Yep. Introduce. Introduce. <laughs> and I'll make a motion to uh, approve resolution number 2024-11. I'll make a motion to second <laughs> resolution number 2024-11. You got the same person in two days? Yes. Now we'll move on to discussion and we'll call him quick if you have questions. David's his name. Good afternoon, this is Dave. Dave, this is Jamie. How are you doing? Um, I got you on speakerphone here, the open session of the council meeting. Um, if you just wanted to explain to the, the council kind of what we discussed, uh, uh, most of it's in your agreement, but uh, kind of your background and, and what we're going to try to work with you on. Certainly. Can you hear me, Jamie? Yes. Okay. Um, well, good afternoon. I'm Dave Stein. I'm an attorney up in Melford, Iowa. Uh, I practiced uh, law since 1995, so it's been a, been a few years. I've been practicing with my father for quite a few years before he passed away. Um, I have a pretty broad practice area, particularly as it would relate to municipal work, city work, and real estate matters, and also kind of part of that litigation that's going and things like that. The issue for um, Jamie was finding somebody that could help get the uh, subdivision plat to the end zone, if you will. I understand your current uh, city attorney um, may not have that uh, experience or knowledge or not comfortable with it. And my office staff and I have done subdivision plats for developers, and I've also worked with cities uh, in doing subdivision plats, like at the Planning and Zoning Commission and the council level. Uh, some of the things with the subdivision plan that started, uh, you were working with a, a civil engineer, a license land surveyor, and so the scope of my representation right now would be to gather where things are at and, and a checklist and then move forward to uh, finalize the subdivision planning process so that 
then these lands can be sold and he can have uh, all the things done from a legal and subdivision class standpoint that need to be done for it to be marketed and sold. So my staff and I would work with their city administrator, uh, the engineer or surveyor that's uh, been working on this project and complete those items. Some of those items would include things that are listed in your ordinance uh, and chapter 170.30.31 and also Iowa Code section 354.11, uh, which would include you know, getting an abstract done at the appropriate time and then doing a title opinion. And these documents, Matt must pass, muster with the uh, county auditor. So you've made a good start. We're here to try to get the matter to the end zone so you can move forward. My The general overview of my background and qualifications are in my engagement letter, which I provided to Jamie. Um, I'm available to answer any questions tonight. I handle matters outside of this area for other cities. And you know, from a cost-saving standpoint, many times try to appear by phone or Zoom as necessary uh, to help you know, some of the city councils that are a distance from me. I'd be available to be there in person by phone or Zoom as needed. Both, both of the things that we need to do for the subdivision plan, we can do from here, work with your city administrator and the civil engineer land surveyor. So I'm available to answer questions and any comments anyone has. And I'd like to work with you and look forward to working with you try to complete the project. What kind of time frame are you thinking, Dave? Some of it will depend on locking down everything that's been done uh, as far as meeting all the checklists of items. I'll have a better idea of that probably over the next week or so once I've done an inventory. And one of my staff members is really good at helping me kind of track down all the, the components here and putting it together. So, um, you know, it could be as short as you know, two or three months. It could be something longer. It could be shorter than that. I'll have a better idea once I gather all information. I would, you know, update Jamie accordingly as to what I thought an estimated time period would be. Some of it will depend too on whether or not um, some of the, you know, some of the meeting requirements were met and those kind of things. And as all of you know, sometimes in the world of city government, we need to. We don't act as quickly as a business would or a person would. So, you know, we'd like to advance the ball as quickly as we could because I'm assuming as you get into spring, you're going to want to try to move forward with the development. Um, but I, I can't give you an exact date today, but I, I'll get a better chance to make that analysis over the next week or so, I believe. Okay. The sooner the better is what we're after. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, I understand, and we work with some developers that, uh, you know, up, up here in the, the lakes here that do some of these subdivision class or sometimes kind of any type thing, so we understand. Uh, but we also want, you know, one of the things is to make sure that we dot the I's and cross the T's because it, it may be, you know, maybe uh, not delay, but you know, may feel like it's moving slowly now. 
But if you end up having to address a bunch of title issues later as people are trying to buy or develop those lots, that can become very frustrating very quickly, too. So um, I'll try to give you an estimated time once I've done complete inventory of where we're at, and I'll get back to Jamie and an itinerary of what I think, you know, what I think the timing element would be. Okay. Thank you. Sounds good. Dave, thank you very much. If, if there are any questions, I, I provided Jane my cell number and my office number. Happy to visit. I'll look forward to working with you. Thank you so much. Yep. And I'll email you once we get the resolution signed and all that. I'll email it to you. Very good. Thank you so much. Have a nice mm -hmm. evening. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Any other questions for discussion, Dale? Uh, what are we paying him? It's in our resolution. <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Or it's in the uh, not resolution one. The uh, engagement letter. Did he not put the engagement? Is that not in there? That's not in the packet that I've got. It's not mine either. Hmm, I'll send it to that. Let me grab that real quick. I'll get it for you. It's not in here. No, I know, but I think oh. we got it. I can get it. But hang on just a second. A month or so ago, I think it had it. No, this we is, is a new, this this is is a new attorney. Layer. Oh, is it? Yeah.
It's two twenty-five an hour, by the way. And then ninety-five for illegal, paralegal. I felt that from here. Mm. to only use David for the housing project at the Initially, yeah. And he's willing to expand those duties in the future if we so choose. Um, but I think it'd be a good start to kind of get a feel how he does this work before we... So he's going to handle other stuff that comes up in the meantime? Uh, Red and Ball Law is doing a lot of like our 457A, P&Z stuff. Okay. And then James is going to be doing the uh, police for now because we need somebody local that doesn't charge us 150 an hour to drive here. So, okay. Do you know that, Dale? Other discussion? Jamie, call for a vote. Okay. Murley. Yes. Scholl. Yes. Bruning. Yes. Lowick. Yes. Line C is the consideration of a contract and taking sealed bids for the cemetery maintenance contract. Anything? Change on that, Jamie? Same proposal. Same thing. Same, same, yeah. Okay. I made what we take. Still bids for the cemetery maintenance contract. I'll second that. Got a motion and a second. Move on to any discussion. <laughs> if none, James, you call for a vote. Oh, quick, I'm sorry, one. It doesn't, when will the bids be due? Is that, I don't think that was in here, was it? meeting the, the award they, they would be due by the last meeting of March for the April 1st to, for the contract to start so the council tonight would have to set that date of the deadline for for those um, bids to be in okay so typically what we do is set that for the second meeting by 4 p.m. on the second Thursday or Tuesday uh, I'm sorry, the fourth Tuesday, Tuesday of March by 4 p.m. would be what I would recommend. The, okay. the, you want March, that? March 26. Yeah. That makes sense? March 26. That's yeah. the second. No, fourth. That's the fourth Tuesday, yeah. yeah. So put that in the motion part. 26, yeah. Yep. March 26, 2024 by 4 p.m. They must be 
submitted. Is that being like the motion then? Yeah. Yep. It was updated. Got an update over there? Oh, yeah. If nothing else, Jamie, call for a vote. Show. Yes. Bruning. Yes. Lownick. Yes. Marley. Yep. We want to do the consideration of advertising for summer laborers. I would make a motion. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't know how many, if you want to try for two this year or one. We haven't, we didn't have any last year because we didn't have any applicants, but, uh, um, it says in here two, but typically we, we do two. I think we should try for try two. Try for yeah. two. Yeah. And I mean, if we get to, that'd be great. We can always, like what we've done in the past is if we have trouble, we can readjust. Um, I think in the past what we did was had hired one at 15 an hour or something if we couldn't get two. So, but we can, we can get the ad out and see what we get and then go from there. I'll make a motion to advertise for summer laborers. Second that. Mm -hmm. Got a motion and a second. That uh, we never advertise pay or nothing. We just advertise we're looking. How that goes out. Any other discussion? Then Jamie, call for a vote. Bownick. Yes. Merrily. Yes. Scholl. Yes. Bruning. Yes. <clears throat> Line E is the consideration of advertising for lifeguards. I will make the motion that we advertise for lifeguards. Second. Got a motion. Got a second. Move on to discussion. How many do you like to have? Mike? What did we have last summer? Do you remember? You plan to try to keep it. We've had as many as fourteen yeah. or fifteen, and as few as nine. We usually try to shoot for fifteen. Yeah. 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 The more the because we try to work, try to work around sports and swim team and all the different things. So yeah, we. It seems like a lot, but you know we usually have at least six people there at a time if we can. So, and you have some start late, and then some leave early to go to school. Yeah, you got all the different types of things at the end of the year with college people leaving for college, and so yeah, fifteen would be great, but I'd be surprised if we get that. Think positive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be turning them away. <laughs> oh, I will find something for them. <laughs> Make sure we keep them. Yeah. Nothing else, Jamie, can call for a vote. Lownick? Yes. Merley? Yes. Joel? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Move on to line F. On the introduction, motion a second for the introduction, first reading ordinance number 2024-326 entitled an ordinance amending the code of ordinances of the city of Sac City, Iowa by adding a new section prohibiting leg hold traps within city limits. I will make a motion to introduce the first reading of ordinance number 2024-326. That's read by the mayor. I'll make that motion. No second. So we've got an introduction, motion, and second. We want a discussion. I'll defer to Joan. Uh, yeah, we had nothing in town for you know the bear, the condo bear traps and all that. So just for a safety issue. 
shouldn't be allowed. We've actually had some in town. That was a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis. It's a good what's, idea to have it. <laughs> what's that? What's the danger of these traps? Like, how do they work and what's, what makes them dangerous? Snap they, 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 like, claw down in their claws. And so when an animal steps in it, it catches their legs. We don't leg. need a kid running. And so, yeah. Like, uh, and most towns actually have this. I actually thought we had it. But I think we had it in the past, and it got left out on one of our... Things so, like I said, almost every town has it. So, so if I, they trap along the river, it has to be out of the city limits. What's that? If they trap along the river, it has to be out of the city limits. This effectively bars these type of traps in city limits. Mm -hmm. Period. I have a question about that <clears throat> just because I don't know if you guys have seen the fox that have been in town like jumping on. Kara Wellington's um, trampoline. Is there a way, like, will a fox actually? There's one less like over a, there now, so. <laughs> uh, there's one less. Yeah, somebody somebody used one of these traps and caught one, so. Oh. Yeah, it, it doesn't exclude someone from using a live trap. You can use live traps. And He's I didn't know if a fox would actually time. go into a live just trap. And job, the reason no. I'm asking is just because if the like that fox came right up to my window the other night and was like looking right in. You have to call DNR. That's more there. Okay. Their specialty. Okay. I mean, they don't bother me. I just didn't yeah. know if they were. I mean, I saw the video. But somebody used one of these traps and the leg, it froze its leg. I mean, support poor fox couldn't get out of it. Right. So it was just a bad deal. And, you know, if a kid would have caught, got caught in that. Right. Curtis, are you allowed to just trap in city limits without getting permission from anybody? Except the landowner? You can trap with a live trap on your own property. I believe this says. Currently, you can trap with anything, but this would ban that to yep. just live traps. So, so if you're trying to catch like, a cat or something like that, hunting with a bow and arrow, for instance, you don't have to get permission to. No, you just can't use one of these at all. Okay. Oh, you mean to do a live trap? No. I mean, you can live trap on your own property. Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm getting behind what I'm trying to ask. Let's say this law isn't in. This law is not in effect right now. Can someone just go trap? Mm -hmm. Anywhere? Yep, on their property. If, do they need to, like bow hunting, get permission from the council to trap on somebody else's property? No, no right now you'd be trespassing if you were, no, didn't have their permission. So there's no way to tell who's doing what through permitting? No, there's no permitting, this is, and this is just going to ban it, so we don't even have that. And if you get into the laws of trapping, there's certain things that yeah. are... This like is a lot of laws. Yeah. For trapping, and I don't know much about trapping, but the little bit I do know is like you're supposed to have an identification on every one of your traps that can be back to you, can be traced back to you. Except no. if it's on your own property, you don't need to. Right. So. But they are supposed to be checked like every so many. Well, hours, and you're supposed, they? To be supposed to be checked and everything. Yep. There's laws with that. Yep. So with this new ordinance, is it like just the conibear traps, or is it like a snare like trap? Can you all you can use is live traps. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what would a uh, uh, conibear, you know, technically that's not a, a leg hole trap. It, it spells it out in here. It says, including traps such size commonly known as steel traps, jaw traps, long, spree, uh, long spring traps, coil spring traps, flat under spring traps, foot traps, foothold traps, game traps, or conibear traps. Okay. 
So, because um, I don't know anything about trapping, there's a kind of trap that you put above a gopher hole, for instance, that when it senses movement, when it hits the plate, um, springs uh, drive spikes through its head and kill it. Yeah, you couldn't use it. Those are also now illegal, or the where right. they always. That would not be in there when that's a spring trap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think this code is just leaving pretty much. You can just live trap. Okay. Yeah, and then it, there is on, on uh, B it, any me any mechanical device or snare designed to capture any animal, and which will kill, injure, or harmfully hold an animal, including jaw trap devices, but excluding devices designed to kill rats, mice, gophers, yeah. or moles, like and excluding cage type traps. Jamie, I'm curious about the exception. Uh, Larry, I assume this is a, either a state or a, a commonly used uh, resolution, but it sounds like, if I'm reading it correctly, somebody on their own property could still use one. Is that what that basically, is saying? The way I understand it is basically you can still, because technically, without that clause, you couldn't use a mousetrap. Mm. No, I mean... But that's, but that's why it's in there, so like if you have nuisance... On property, but could it somebody employ a kind of bear trap on their own no. property? No, no, isn't that what DEA is saying? <clears throat> so I'll just read it. It says persons who may employ a trap on their own private persons who may employ a trap on their own private property to prevent an unsafe condition or the waste or destruction of their property when the persons having complied with the provisions of the law of the state. So it's saying that if if you can trap if it's destroying your property or creating an unsafe condition. Now, the police officer that goes to enforce this law is going to say, see that, and it's up to them, their discretion, to say, yeah, I believe you, this is unsafe, so you're having all these troubles, I'm not going to cite you for it. If we do cite you for it, it's going to be up to the judge to say, well, you proved, you know, you need to show us what, you're, what unsafe condition mm -hmm. you were saving us from to do this trapping. So I think it's in there, because this, this is standard language. It's in most That's a, um, I just didn't want to say, no, we couldn't do it, but then leave yeah. a gaping hole where they I think it's in, in there to, yeah. to leave some discretion. Um, is, that your, is that the one you wrote? Yes. You don't like mine? No. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, what you, John? Curtis, that's confusing to me, and I'm sorry. That's because he wrote Make me look. <laughs> <laughs> the, the person who, no. who trapped the fox the other day that she was talking about um, could make an argument that that was endangering them because, you know, it's a fox on their children's trampoline thing. Well, there's no law against it right now. Oh, you mean right then? But yeah, if this, this law was in place... I don't know what his is specifically... I mean, no, it's no saying, what it's saying is yeah. it, it puts discretion in the police op police officers. The one spot. I gave him, there's no account, none allowed at all. I think so. I think you might run into trouble if you don't have some type of. Well, we don't want a con of bears used. Well, so we don't I, want any of them. So I, I was asking. Have, I used to have woodchucks digging under my porch, mm -hmm. and so I, I trapped that because they were. That would be that would fall underneath that provision. So I think it come back and fall under A if you could prove it. And I, I think regardless of what they underneath my porch, and I right. put a trap to get them. Destroying your property. Yeah, so yeah, you should, build, destroying your you property. should be able to have that window. Yeah. 
She should. And she it's going to be obvious to me. Huh? I mean, I think. I trapped him, but I couldn't kill us. A police officer would be able to go on property and they, they could she show you. Beat with a bat. Hey, this is this. These goat, these animals are destroying my property. I'll show you pictures, or I'll show you evidence that they're doing that, and they're not going to get cited for it. This is to deal with people that are basically hunting, or just outright putting traps out for no particular reason. I totally get that, but my question is: Let's say I'm a person who is trying to follow the law, and I come down to you and I go, "Hey, can I put a trap out to kill this fox?" That I tell you, you put a live trap. I tell you put a live trap. What is the fox doing? That's, I don't know. That's that. Just that's, scenario. Yeah. Let's say it's rabid. I don't care. Whatever it is. Well, well, then, yeah. You, then, then you would have to trap it in a live trap. Yeah. So this yeah. exception then doesn't work for that. No, and they have every opportunity that if they if they get cited for having a, one of these types of traps and they believe that they are in a right, they can go to court and explain to the judge, I put this trap out here because it was destroying my property and here's the evidence on, on that. And nine times out of ten, if they can explain it to a police officer at the same time, they're not even, they're not even going to get cited for it if it's obvious that there's, you know, this animal is destroying their property and that's the reason they're doing it. But also, on top of that is, yeah, I agree that there might be a reason to use a kind of bear trap or something like that. I don't know. I, I'm not a trapper either, but we would probably encourage them to use a live trap instead of that. But if a push came to shove in the court and there's this exception in there and it's destroying their property, they shouldn't have. And that, that, that and you're probably getting in, you're we're going to get into the weeds here, but there's constitutional land right issues that could get involved in here too, and I imagine that's why that section's in there is because landowners have certain rights that, that we can't infringe upon and that may be one of the reasons it's in there. But every ordinance I've seen, except for John Gitch, I got mine from Des Moines. Um, has that in there. And I thought it was... It's a town of Des Moines. But, I mean, and that's a, I mean, if the council wants to remove yeah, that but, section... Yeah, but it's it pretty simple, that's why it was not allowed. So, if the resident has to go to court, like if he's cited and he has to go to court and tell the judge that he's, um, it was ruining his property, does the city or any, like John or anybody or the city's lawyer have to go to court also? Mm -hmm. So just, I'm kind of with John on this one. Mark it down because I'm typically not. <laughs> but I would, I would take all the black and white out of it and yep. be like, no, you just know you can't because my opinion of an animal ruining my property is probably going to be different than your opinion of an animal ruining. It, you know, obviously, is more valuable and has more meaning to me than it would, you know, somebody else. Can you do something like with the bow hunting where they can get a permit? Like if they think it's ruining their property, can they come out and get a permit from the city for a trap, for a, a kill trap, whatever, versus a live trap? I would think if we're, if, I would either leave it in there or take it out of there. I, as far as a permit, <coughs> I can't, I I can't even top of my head think of a reason to have one of these type of traps yeah. when they could use a, a live trap. trap. Yeah, that, the, the fox that you're talking about, or I don't know if it's that fox, um, I've seen it by my house several times. There's several foxes. Yeah, several. yeah it chases my cats, try to eat my cat, it's, it's um, at my back door. And the way I look at it is, 
I'm infringing upon its domain because I am living in a house that wasn't there prior. So if I wanted to get rid of that animal, I would go live trap. I wouldn't want to hurt it. I wouldn't no, want to and kill it. I, I mean, yeah. yeah, I have live yeah. traps too. I'm just saying to avoid a, a, costing a scenario, the city right, exactly. money with I, a hypothetical yeah. or a potential you know, court date, uh, yeah. I would just take all of the wondering exactly. out of it. And if you know the the question being whether or not it's damaging property, I would let the cop make the decision at that point when they're asking for their permit. Permit, you know, like if they get a permit to bow hunt in town, <clears throat> can they come out and say it's destroying my property? Can I use this? And then you either grant the permit or you don't. I personally would just go court, with the live trap and get yeah. rid of all of that other stuff. So, am I reading Section B right, though? That it doesn't apply to like city, county, or state people. No. So you could go kill the animal if yes. somebody gets in a live trap and yes. says, "I've caught this animal in the live trap." Yeah, or we can go shoot it if it's a <clears> problem. <throat> yeah. I would rescind my motion and make my motion to remove. Um, you don't. You didn't make. That I don't motion. need to. You didn't. Make Do we want to check with the lawyer? Oh, sorry. No, I, I actually, I actually think we need to leave it the way it is. That's where I'm standing on it. I don't. <coughs> I don't I think. I like the black and white thing too, though. But like I said, I mean, if we take out too much, then technically you can't you can't use a mouse trap. No, you can leave mouse trap in there. Because <coughs> a mouse trap would be fall underneath another. But a mouse trap's not outside generally. And it mouse trap excludes devices designed to kill rats, yes. mice, gophers. So yes, that's on there. That. I agree. This is making it more black and white. If you take A out. Wait, it excludes the gopher thing? No. Yeah, oh. sir. I mean, go for things. Not you can't use that. No. I, just, I, it I'm says trying to excluding devices designed to kill rats, mice, gophers. So you still could use a. <laughs> but at the top, then it's contradicting it. Where would it go? Yeah, it's a spring trap. Then it's contradicting itself. <laughs> Except it's, that's an exception for B is for. Yeah, well, I think well, I think there yeah. need, needs to be a provision in there for the homeowner that has rodents and stuff like Scott said. Burrowing underneath the house so that they can take care of it without having to go to the city. But I could. I, I think thinking it has back, that. I could have used a life trap. It does have that. I just didn't. But I did. I'm thinking about it now. I, mean, I technically could have laid a life tra life trap by my house. And probably got it yeah. Bob, I think it has that. A saying there are no traps, and then B is saying you, with the exception of devices designed to kill rats, mice, gophers, or moles. So that would. Scott's situation would have been addressed. The, mm -hmm. the one uh, you talked about with the gophers, mm -hmm. that would have been addressed by this. So I don't think we're excluding homeowners from taking care of animals that are hurting their property. Dale. Out of curiosity, uh, What's the penalty, or is that in another section of code? Okay, simple. It's a simple misdemeanor. <clears throat> it's, yeah, it's a civil. Yeah. It's listed in chapter. It's in a di different yeah. section. Yeah. Okay. Just curious. That's typically seven fifty. Yeah. Good. Up to. Up to. Up to, up to yeah. seven fifty. Up to yeah. a year. Something like that. Uh, we typically exclude jail time. We don't do jail time. You're still sitting with the original motion and the introduction. And no, we get a second. Yeah, we got everything. And we got three readings of this, so we've had 
time to think about it too. If you want to just do the first reading and then we can go and change it. <clears throat> see if we get any feedback. Yeah. Well, you want to check with a lawyer and see if that's necessary to be in there. Yeah, I can do that. I mean, isn't that why you thought maybe that's in there? It's because of the law. Yeah, it might have to be in there. You know. Yeah, maybe it has to be. Right? So you want to do something in in the paper, you need a motion. So we got to vote the original motion before say no. Yes. If nothing else, Jamie, you can call for a vote. Shoal. Yes. Bruning. No. Lownick. Yes. Merley. Yes. Move on to committee and department head reports. I got it fixed. Yeah. I didn't need new motor, I just need to break it, break it loose. No, the motor's still, unless it just happened today or yesterday. Yeah, it's, it's, we've got one to replace it if we need to be. I got it. Anything unexpected happened in the last yeah, month? Well, talks, so it's like That's costly. <laughs> it's costly. costly. Mm, not out. No, not out. Things you do. <laughs> True. Yeah. Like over there, could use some money. I'm sure. Yeah. Are you gonna try to find some grand center around somewhere? Yeah. So I was gonna mention. So on the swimming pool, we had a meeting yesterday with uh, the engineer on it. Um, yeah, Basically, what I'd kind of told him. Excuse me, John. <laughs> Basically, what I told him um, was we would like to see what, what we're looking for is the um, what do you call it the plastering of it, the coating that goes around the pool to seal it from leaking and all that. Get the basically get the stuff we absolutely have to get done done. That so I would include that some of the the gutter work that needs to be completed. Um, and maybe a, a heater, a new pool heater. So I told him we were looking at maybe around $300,000 max as far as pool renovations would go initially. And then if we chose to do some additional work in the future um, to improve other amenities that were listed on the $500,000 estimate, we could, run, we could raise that privately fundraise for those amenities. So basically the city's taking care of, taxpayers are taking care of the basic needs of that pool and then the add-ons we can do through a... They were supposed to send two quotes. One basically of, you know, like you were saying... Like well, we got it itemized out. So it's, it's several quotes. You, yeah, you yeah, and I see the quote, but I, I was, I guess my expectation was is it would be like... Hey, this is what you guys need to do, like before we open or shortly, and this is what long, more of a long term was the under. Oh, oh, yeah. The, the impression that I was getting when we talked to them. So when I seen that, I was like, okay, yes, that whole thing needs to be done. I mean, everything on that yeah. list is justifiable, but how much of it needs to be done today? Because there's work that needs to be done today on that pool, and there's stuff that you know we can yeah. push. Mike, do you remember what called the? To open the pool up next season, is there anything that we have to get done prior to opening the pool? No, it, not, not 
necessarily right now. I don't know that you'd ever find a contractor at this point. No, but what I'm saying is, like, like the, the ceiling, the cracks that we need to be sealed before. Yeah, there's, like, the expansion joints where all the tile are, they're all popping up. And the city guys did a great job of trying to fill them in. But when the water comes out of it, and you get this freezing and thawing where that cement that they put in, it just pops. So they'll have to come in and they'll have to do that. They'll have to put cement in there again, knowing that it'll, it's not permanent. That'll get us through to whenever we can get things finished. Um, I guess I don't consider it. That, that is something that has to be done. That's a maintenance thing to me as far as having it needs to be done immediately. I think one of the big things it's that... It's you know, the floor. You know, again, the, we've lost, you know, a quarter of an inch of that, that's, that um, surface area on the cement. It's not cement, it's called plaster. It's called, um, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, it's amazing how much is gone. And, and it's just sand, and it's just like a sandblaster. It just whittle, you know, goes away. Um, so, you know, that needs to be worked on, the gutters need to be worked on, because they're, they just need attention now. Yeah, and you'd want that done before you open to them? I, I don't think you can. You, you, you can, you can do the maintenance, I, I guess I call maintenance and fixing it. <laughs> they're two different things. Mm -hmm. The maintenance will definitely have to be done to make sure that everything's secure so everybody's going to be safe. And those expansion joints are going to have to be filled in with some type of cement. Now, the cement that they used last year, I don't know, Dylan had a name for it, but it lasted the whole summer, which in the past we've had cement put in there and it, it'd be popping out within a, a, the first month. So, they, you know, um, Dylan and Greg found a, a cement that would actually last us through the summer. But I, again, I just don't know if you're, you're going to find anybody to get in there and do all of the work that needs to be done before we open this year. You're probably going to have to get them on a schedule for the following year to make sure you get that done. Our schedule on this is to, our goal is to let the bids in July of this year and award it um, in August or early September for potentially doing it this fall, if not, then next spring before the pool opens. Um, would it be better to do it earlier than later and get it yeah. done this year at the end of the year? So yeah, maybe not wait that possible. long? If, if it's possible, yeah. Because their schedule will be this fall. If not, it'd be the spring. Well, I know, but wouldn't we be better off to start like in June instead of July or something to get the bids out there? Like, I'm talking to start sooner with trying to get bids than later than trying to get bids? Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, keep the process moving? I would say the one thing that I think that needs to be fixed is the gutters, especially around like that height, you know, that deep end, the, the diving boards. That seemed like that could potentially be, you know, a place where a kid could, you know, step on it and hurt their foot or cut their foot or something. I would say, I mean, and I don't know if you consider that maintenance or not, but the, the whole gutter needs to be attention. But I think around that deep end spot, something needs to be done with that. And the heater piece, you know, you may find out at the beginning of this this spring that that heater isn't going to work, and you're going to have to replace it, like mm -hmm. now. 
but I don't, you know, we'll know, we won't know that until... And we'll have to issue a bond on it, and that's going to take a couple months probably just to get the paperwork mm -hmm. done on that. But yeah, we could potentially get it done in June, I think. Maybe. I just think it would be better because you're going to have more opportunities from people probably if you do it sooner than later. And I think you're going to be better off to do it this fall than wait till spring because then you're not going to have a pool open on time. If we, if we and start, I said that if, too. A hell of a time trying to get lifeguards and if we start start the bidding like sooner, that. maybe get at the beginning of their list instead of yes. I just think we'd be better off to keep it moving. Like, would it, if we set out bids like in April, would that be? That's impossible. Is, is I that, think okay, you can't yeah. make that we'll because the engineers have to do all the work. Yeah. Okay, that's what that's why I was wondering on your timeline. What yeah, it's, it's gonna the problem you run into since it's it's gonna go over that bid. It's gonna it meets the bid threshold, so you're gonna have to you have to have an engineer put out the bid specs and all that. So so then I'd say keep the ball rolling on it. If, yep. That way it keeps moving. We don't sit on it. Because I know we even discussed if we had to potentially close the pool early, if we could get somebody in, you know, that would be you know something we could do or if we have to if it goes into spring if we have to open the pool a little bit later because of that i mean that's i'd rather see us have to close early than open later yeah my opinion yeah i would agree but 100%. because of membership and trying to get guards and all that stuff and i would make sure that everyone knows that that's a possibility because yes. when they're buying season tickets mm -hmm. they expect a, a certain amount of time i mean that would be up to you guys to figure that out and hopefully we can get a contractor that can work around and we don't have that issue. And I think they're probably all used to that. I mean, they, they know how pools mm -hmm. operate in Iowa. When did you have the filters done? The filters, we just did all of the, the median within the filters, what, two years ago? Because we had to close two days, and of course they were... Those two days were about 95 degrees, of course. Does degrees. the deterioration of the pool like put the filters in like, jeopardy at all? Or no? Like anything going through them? No, no. <coughs> well, we can move on to Council Forum. Second adjourn. Jamie and call for a vote. Lownick? Yes. Marley? Yep. Scholl? Yes. Bruning? Yes. 